Welcome to Hassle Free Hosting with AirDXB, the podcast where we explore the world of short term rentals in Dubai and beyond. I'm your host, Gregory Lewis, and as the founder of AirDXB, I'm excited to share my expertise and insights with you. On the podcast, we'll be speaking with a variety of experts and professionals in the short term management industry, including property owners, real estate agents, and industry leaders. We'll dive into topics like rental strategies, property management, guest experiences, and much more. Join us to learn about all things short-term rentals and how AirDXB can dramatically increase the return on your asset. Uh, Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Today, I'm welcomed by Emily and Leanne from our home furnishings team at AirDXB. Ladies, how are we today? Very well, thank you. Good. Busy? Always busy. Always busy. So how are we finding the market at the moment with respect to coming in now to to the low season? Are you seeing more traction with clients or are you naturally seeing a slow, which is what we would expect? No, it's not really slowing down. And Good news. Good news. Perfect. And from when I started with you a few years ago, the only thing that I'm noticing different, like we're still probably doing as many projects, but the difference now is, is we used to have full furnished projects. So short term was quite a new thing. So people were like, oh, I don't really know what to do. So they'd come to Mm. us and we would fully furnish the projects. Now we're getting a lot of homes that are either people have been living there. So we need to go in and kind of make them Airbnb ready, or they're people that have been trying to holiday a home before either themselves or through other companies and they've not been successful. So they come to us and say, here's my property. Why is it not successful? And then we have to go in and be very honest with them and tell them why and then upgrade it to a level that we know that we can perform for them. Yeah, which is interesting, which I think is now a market measure because we're seeing obviously the short let market, well, come incredibly used and subscribed to by many people in Dubai. It's become very popular if we wind the clock back. EdXB is now four and a half years old. Four or five thousand Airbnb units, now there's 28,000, give or take. So you're naturally going to see that people will have attempted this, sadly failed or happily failed, (laughs) and are now coming to us to resolve their issues. So let's wind this back. Let's go back well, four and a half years, I started AirDXB. The furnishing we started three years ago, maybe? Yeah, we're coming to about two and a half. With me, yeah. Three years ago. So if I think back then, I think it was predominantly investors, as you said, it was empty yeah. properties. But talk to me, and we're going to talk to you, Emily, of course, mm-hmm. about how you came in, which was at a later stage. But talk to me about the furnishing angle. Why you furnished these properties in the type of way that you do back then. And then talk to me more about how that has evolved over time with different, uh, whether it's suppliers, different client expectations or things like that. Um, so back in the day, it was always furnishing a home from home. So I don't feel, and I know that you'd agree, that we're not really in competition with the hotels because people that choose yep. to go into Airbnbs want the washing machine, the kitchen, the extra space, the one bedrooms, the sofa beds, and want it to feel like like a home. Yeah. Um, especially, obviously, during the pandemic, people were staying there for longer times, one, two, three months at a time. They, they want to feel settled. So we've always furnished home from home. Every property that we furnish, I've always gone in, or now me or Emily will go in, no matter who's furnishing it one of us will visit. So we visit, we feel the unit out. We even take in what's happening in the reception of the unit, what's happening outdoors, just to make sure that when someone goes into the apartment, they really feel that that apartment has been um, someone's home. Um, It hasn't changed too much now. The only thing that's changed, thankfully, and a lot of that is with Emily coming in, is just the suppliers that we've kind of got locked down now. So have you seen what you, you, you're not using as many because you found good quality? 
No. Feel free to interject if you want yeah. to, because this now comes well into your realm, doesn't yeah. it? But is that how you found it? Or? I think we're using more because people do different things well, right? Yes, exactly. And we're definitely getting more things made. Yeah. The quality's good. We're bringing the prices down by doing that so you can provide a better product. Yeah. Something different as well what's on the market already. So we're not just buying everything ready-made. Okay. So what do we feel is more appealing? Is it ready-made products that you can find? Or I believe that you do have, have uh, suppliers that can make things no, for you? I think you. the bespoke I mean, what, thing is really nice. It is? So it's individual, it's unique to that to that property. Yeah. You can really get creative with your designs and how you do it. And yeah, it just brings it up a level for sure. Yeah. 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 And then with respect to, because you were talking just then about the type of building, the reception and things like that. So what sort of themes do you guys do? So if we're on like JBR Beachfront, we'd go, not always, but you'd kind of put in that beachy element because you know that someone staying there is staying there yeah. for the beach compared to somewhere in like DIFC would go a lot more kind of contemporary. People are probably business travellers. They're going to want a desk to be able to sit at and a workspace. Um, so yeah, you kind of just feel out the different the different areas. The different areas and the different building, the age of the building. I mean, some of the new builds probably have like amazing lobbies. You can often take your inspiration from there a little bit with the lighting and, you know, lots of plants and things. I'm not saying it has to like the lobby, but to... So you meet the standard of the building, Mm. for sure. And the lower standard buildings, we then just have to really bring it up because if people walk into the building and go, this isn't great, which we have no control over, even though we're not having a bit of control over this, which we'll come to later. Yep. People going into that building, they're like, oh, this building's not really nice. At least when they walk into the But it's so impactful then as well. Like you get this big wow, especially when we do the wrapping and we change the kitchen, like the change of the wood colours, the floorings, and then suddenly people are surprised, which I think is a nice surprise. Which is what we want. I mean, for for AirDXB, the management, let's say, let's separate this now. Mm. We're effectively selling the product. We have, uh, we have to rather. And on sites like you know, your booking channel, so booking.com, Airbnb, et cetera. You aren't talking specifically or at the time that that client or potential guest, I should say guest, not client, is viewing it. So those pictures and that furnishing style has to stand out. It's only when they hit message host that we can then interact and talk to them more about it. So the power that you have to deliver with the furnishing that comes through the fo- through the photos. Mm-hmm. So I say to a lot of clients when I go out and pitch them, uh, you know, in the early stages is we all heard the terminology, a picture speaks a thousand words when what we do is a million words because what we do see as well with the data we extract is a lot of guests don't actually read the descriptions. They just look at the pretty pictures. Yeah. It's where we want it to be. The price is right. And book and then there we go. So when we talk about the furnishing styles, what sort of styles have you done? Do you do? I mean, you talk about if it's beside the seaside, it's sort of a beachy theme, but I mean, how many different themes do you have? Do you have a preferred one? One that you always use as a safety no. safety measure or no, and you I mix think, every single one up, don't you? Yeah, I think this is what, what makes Air Dixby and our furnishing stand out. I get a lot of clients come to me and say, oh, I've spoken to a few of the holiday homes and they've offered me package one, two or three. And these are the prices. We don't do that. So we go into... Why, well, well, hang on. Yeah, why not? Is that not easier? One, I think it would be very easy if we just copied and pasted everything. Yeah, but, if you just copied and pasted, it'd be super easy. Yeah, it would... I think one, we'd be bored in our jobs. Yeah. <laughs> Two, it... I kind of really don't... I've never, ever looked at going down that model, so I've never even really investigated it, if I'm honest, because I don't know how you... Like, even studios, you can have huge studios. You can have studios with balconies. Everything's different, so how can you just copy and paste and put the same thing into every apartment? <sighs> You're not filling it properly. 
I would agree with that. And also, this is an AirDXB mantra. No property looks the same, but you know it's an AirDXB furnished product. Yeah. And that's something I know we, we've all discussed, mm-hmm. and that's what we want, because we don't want to be like the rest of the market. Yeah. Flat pack, furniture that they found from a warehouse, do you want gold, silver, or bronze, and away we go. Yeah. We are a different and we are a refined service. But touching on that as well is, I think it's not transparent to give a package like that, because you're charging this, but again, do you know how much is being spent of your money on the furniture. So how we work is we charge a flat rate depending on area unit to furnish. So yep. say for arguments sets, argument's sake, there's a one bed in downtown would charge 4,000 dirhams plus VAT as argument's sake. And then the furniture in there would be say 35, 36K. That quote is based on us going out to the unit, knowing our suppliers and kind of judging the market if there's eat sales on and so forth. We send that over to the client. They can see what we're taking out of that. Anything that we spend... We then give receipts to the client. So here's all your receipts. And it once, actually, only once have I hit the actual number on the head. And it was great. It was a few weeks ago. We're always around a thousand germs either side, usually lower. Okay. So the reason is that we don't want to do that is because you can't give that specific price, which you've now proven. Only once you've done it is because when you get out there, you find what's available and this sort of thing. Only when you almost reach the end of that journey, you know what the pricing is. So what we're doing is managing the client's expectations correctly by saying it's approximately this. It won't be much more. It won't be much less. And then we go from there. 95% is less. 95% is less. So hang on. So you will refund the guest. Um, Sorry. (laughs) You will refund the owner 95% of the time. It's fantastic. And I love it. So again, I do most of the accounts for the the department, but when Emily's on projects and she sends me over, she knows what the budget is. She sends and I kind of go for all the receipts and I'm like, hi, Mr. Client, here's all of your receipts. And here is... 2,400 dirhams back. And yeah. it's it's good now because a lot of the clients that we work with have got multiple properties. So they're kind of used to this. Yeah. But the new ones that come in, that you can see that they're quite dubious. They're like, oh, really? I know that you said that you'd give us the money back, but here's my bank details and they get the money back. And again, I think it just allows people to trust us because we are yeah. so transparent. That's the whole, that's the, the, the ADXB model as well. Uh, getting paid for directly by... Airbnb and these sorts of things. It's that level of transparency. So if we're continuing that through the furnishing, it's fantastic. And I suppose it comes back to the under-promising over-delivering. We're not going to promise it will be done in this budget, but we did actually do it less and here's the money back, which is is perfect. So just going back on to the flat pack style of furnishing and dealing with that. So when you are doing this yourself and you're piecing everything together, what do you tend to follow as a basic pattern? Is there something that you look at and say, right, here's the blueprint of, of how we would do this and then we'll add in different bits? I mean, how does it work? Does it, you'd go to the shops and it's whatever's on offer or is there certain things from certain suppliers you will use? Talk to me about that. No, well, we've got our suppliers for all different kind of areas, really. Like I've got a supply for the dining chairs, I've got a supply for the beds, we've got a supply for the mattresses, which we get way cheaper because we buy so many of them than you can buy in the shops. So we kind of save on our budgets this way and we know the product's good. Yeah. So, and they're unique. So yeah. someone actually can't go and buy them from a shop because, I mean, places like Ikea, I mean, it's so recognisable. You see it, it just doesn't look anything special. And it's not yeah. good, it's, I suppose it's not good for the guests because everyone knows Ikea. Yeah. yeah. The guest checks in. I mean, I, they'd probably Ikea say, I've okay. got this bed. Yeah, we it's get okay, a lot of yeah. from yeah. your... Okay. From your kind of high street stores, you get a lot of like your plates, your knife and forks, your this, because they kind of are basic. But we never want anyone to walk into our apartments and go, this is Ikea. This is an Ikea. That would offend us. But the thing about Ikea is you just have to be clever with it. Yeah. With a good design, a little bit of Ikea here and there, you don't notice it. Or it doesn't look like Ikea. I think that's the whole idea of using that is to elevate it and... 
add those bits add to it. Add those little touches. But what are your absolute must-haves that you would put in an apartment? Mm. What would they be? Obviously a bed. Obviously, obviously a sitting bed, room. Obviously this. But, but on a furnishing, plants. you know... Plants. Plants are no-brainer. Okay. Artificial. Colour. Oh, artificial, yeah. Artificial, yes. <laughs> they add colour, they add height, the they yeah. add texture. Like, it just elevates a room so yeah. much. And it's as often people miss out because they cushions think they don't as need. Well, cushions. Yeah, throws. all the soft furniture furnishings. We put a lot of those in. The we cushion, don't like you to yeah. walk in and it kind of be like empty, I quite like this shelf, empty shelves. We want it to feel... It, it, was, it yeah. was always, yeah, it goes back to, I know when we initially were setting this up, it was that home from home. We don't want it to feel like a hotel. We don't want it to feel like it's budget. We want someone to walk in and say that extra mile has been given. And it yeah. goes back to what I'm saying, when people are looking at property and if it's 28,000 Airbnb listings, we have to stand out. But also it's like... It's justice for the owner because, again, these are their, the owner's homes. Mm. Like, I know that they're not living there, but when somebody walks into our Airbnbs, they do go, this owner cares. They actually give a exactly about this. And exactly. Then we find, and I think that you know this, um, other parts of the business, is the kind of thought that's gone into it, people then respect it a little bit more because yep. they're like, oh, mm. this is somebody's home that I'm in here, so take care of it. As with it, if it feels just like a hotel room that's been done very cheap, you find that there's not that level of respect for it. It just becomes generic as well, doesn't it? So this is, this is, this is, Again, well, I would reinforce that we need to stand out, but then it becomes generic and you're absolutely right. Someone just goes in and it's almost that, oh, it is what it is, attitude. Yeah. Rather than I can see someone has spent time on this, energy on this, they've made it their own and I will treat it with the due respect, yeah. which of course is what we want. Yeah. And, and, and most of the guests do, which is great. So going back onto the must-haves. So yes. plants, pillows. Pillows, carpets, another thing that people often yeah. leave out. Yeah. And just the small things. Like we'll never buy things we don't need, but like, especially for pictures, again, mm. that picture's the first thing people are going to see. You do need accessories and little bits around. Like even though they're not obviously essential for an Airbnb property. You, you put things like magazines in? Yeah, on the tables. Magazines which is great. Again, so like it's that styling. It's that sort of like yeah. extra little touches. Just small, small little ornaments and like interesting things. It adds interest. Yeah. So rather than just having everything kind of flat and plain and just empty surfaces, I mean, it looks cold. You want to have that homely feel by homely all those feel. Little, those little yeah. touches and yeah. well thought out as well yeah we have like um, a bible it's an excel sheet um that we've been using we've added to it but i think we haven't added to it for a long time so yeah. it's set um i think it's around four forty no probably long more about 80 different things on this list mm. and it's things like a cheese grater obviously you've got your first aid kits your hair dryer absolutely everything a lot of holiday homes will put in for a one bed four knife and forks for us we would never do that we still put eight because if you're there with Four people, you want to be able to cook throughout the day and Correct. not have to wash every knife and fork yeah. you use. So just those little things that we put in, uh, mattress protectors, just because people are going to be sleeping on these beds, you want to make sure that the mattress protector covers it so you just swap the mat- mattress protector over time instead of changing the mattress every time. Just little things. So, like so what we're doing is we're looking out for the homeowner, our client, because from yes. our side on the management go back to the fork situation you just said we put four in one of those goes missing the next guest checks in complaint then gets made you know refunds potentially have to be given out so this is about protecting the client's money so by reaching to a certain standard of luxury is one thing but being methodical with your approach to make sure that if worst case scenario something goes missing this gets broken you have that backup yeah function which is fantastic yeah and it's fantastic as well like even in like the furniture and the things we have to buy i mean cream carpets look amazing but realistically they're not going to look amazing after 10 guests yeah so you know we have to think about those things as well you know yeah use some patterns in there (laughs) yeah i um and again transparency from working with lhp for some time i would Mm. say about once every year i do recommend clients to upgrade small things on anyone's property. And I think even hotels would do this. And the most common things would be mop. 
yeah. pillows. Yeah. So they probably have to spend around five, six hundred dirhams a year just to keep that maintenance of everything. Again, pots and pans, once they've been used throughout a year, you want to you, you have natural burn bits. marks on it and things like that. Yeah. It happens. It's, it's, it's Ironing board yeah. covers. Ironing board one. covers. <laughs> Ironing board covers. I've got a brand new supply, which I need to send it to you. So, okay. yep. <laughs> it's usually Emily coming to me with all these great supplies. I've found an ironing board cover. <laughs> nice. Perfect. So let's talk about then the client journey. Let's mm-hmm. get into that. So the client will more or less come through the property management side. Yeah. I will then, or someone from the team will then intro you in. Talk to me about the steps you then take with that client, how you demonstrate the abilities that you have you know, you know, from, from the furnishing standard and then what reassurances and transparency you give to that client about the service. Okay, so lead would come through. I handle, we have had to split the departments a little bit because Emily's on the road with a team most of the time and I kind of like the admin things. Emily's definitely, I think, a little bit more creative than I am. She's great with suppliers. So I deal with all the, the new business that comes in. So I'll speak to the client, tell them how we run things in terms of how quote will be an estimate and we'll provide the receipts after. Myself or Emily will go to every single apartment. Good. Um, We often get floor plans or videos because clients haven't yet got the keys. So if we get those, then we'll propose based on that. We've done between us. I keep, I've been saying 350 for about six months. Emily thinks it's closer to 400. I think it will be Probably right. 400 in... In three years. Three years. Yeah, less than three. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So we kind of know if someone says, I've got an apartment in Studio One, we probably wouldn't have to go there. But again, we do because you want to see how the last guest or the tenant's been in there and maintained it. We can propose most buildings, most apartments now because we've done them in so many buildings. Um, As long as we see the photos, the floor plans, we go out. Myself or Emily will then put a kind of pitch deck together with how we envisage the apartment to look. What's a pitch deck? So it's just, again, just showing our terms, showing photos of how we would like to decorate the apartment. Okay, so your impression upon what you're going to create. Yes. Like a style and design. Style and design. design. Style and design, maybe some example, furniture examples of things we might use. So a good insight for the client to understand where your headspace is and what you've got. A vision. The vision. Perfect. With that vision, and we have to really let the clients understand this is we're not doing it because we go, oh, we really like this. We're doing it because we know what works in the market. Everything that we've done is tried and tested. We've been very lucky that we've never really had anything wrong. You made me once change a green wall because it didn't photograph very I well. I did. That is very true. <laughs> you were like, I don't like this wall. And was, like, and, and was I right? You were right, yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, generally we haven't had to change no, much. So we but we know also sometimes works. get inspiration from the client. Yes. Yep. So we have a recent client now who's given us this like amazing big African print that we're going to go and get framed. And yeah. this is the basis of our design. Yeah. Wonderful. So this is quite cool. So it's a nice different one. We're going yeah. to kind of so, so the African free for themed, yeah. lots of wood, loads some like orange and yellow and like it's going to be like colourful, but yeah. 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 Really and not too over the top. And no. so the owners can have an influence. Yes, of course. Yeah. To yeah. a degree. So yeah. I put my foot down a little bit. Not put my foot down because our price is all very low and we turn these projects around maximum three weeks. We've done studio. I think the record we did was in like seven days. So yeah. we do... S- sorry, seven so, days? Yes, what from start to finish? Yes, it's incredible. It is, and it's quick. And let's talk about that in a minute because that yes. I'd love to mm-hmm. drill down on. But no, keep keep, keep yeah. going with these same. So we keep our fees low because we do turn these around very quick, and often we're working on twenty projects at a time. The more input that owner has, 
it slows us down. Two things here, it slows us down, takes more of our time. So we will have to charge more if an owner wants a big input. Most owners, I say, look, if there's something that you really don't like or something that you like, or send me your vision board. So we do have the odd one that one really liked blue, Mm -hmm. one, again, the African print, they give us their inspiration and then they let us run with it. That's no extra charge. That's fine. We do have, we've got an owner that we worked with recently that had quite big renovations and he was quite specific. He wanted to see the table that we were buying. He wanted to see the sofa. So there's a lot of back and forth. Our price obviously has to increase to, but, to increase. But we that. do offer that service. We do offer we that We can service. do it, but of course yes. it's more time. So yeah. then of course yeah. we restructure our fees. Yeah, and we enjoy doing it. We just don't do it as much at the moment because obviously it's the holiday home business. For us, we can, we can do it really quick and it's always successful. So yeah, we don't tend to get too involved unless the client wants us to go down that. The second reason is every day you're not online, you're not making money. So if we turn this around quick, you're then making making money, the company makes money, it's a win for everyone. If your project's delayed because we're waiting for an owner to come back and approve a sofa and that's delayed by like five weeks, the money that you've lost in that extra two, three weeks just it doesn't really make sense. It's so a huge amount of money. It's a huge amount of money. Thousands and thousands yeah. and thousands of dirhams. So this is more a service about what we're trying to achieve is the right product because what we're trying to achieve is as much money from a guest as possible. So exactly. let us do it. You've done 350, 400 projects. <laughs> of course, ADXB and its general nature with myself yeah. and the management side, we've refined this process so we can get on with it yeah. and get it done quickly and then of course start making the client money. Yeah, mm. but coming back to that, it's not only making the client money, it's furnishing to a level that they're not wasting money either. Mm. So for example, we wouldn't put in a 20,000 dirham sofa. It would make no sense. And I wouldn't want that. Exactly. I, I like to sleep at night. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we, I don't want to be kept up wondering if there's red wine on this yeah. or yeah. Well, muddy shoes on that. Well, I've got an interesting story for you. Yeah. That, um, the one that we did the other week. So we've done this townhouse in the marina. Beautiful building. And we've worked with an owner. I don't want to say exactly how much it cost, but it, it was. he's got a little bit high end because he will be staying there himself intermittently yeah I know the one and the floor above him exactly the same unit is now coming on with us this gentleman really really nice family they've actually furnished themselves they've spent five times (laughs) as much I know as the one below and don't get me wrong they've done it they've actually done it quite good I love it yeah yeah. we were in the meeting weren't we Uh, this this weekend I think it's fantastic what they've done but I said to you because I remember when we left that meeting Mm. I said the the property below is going to be more successful. And you actually went, really? Why? The reason being is because the one above has spent so much money on it. Mm. So even if the one above makes a little bit more per nightly rate, because it's more luxurious. Their debt is... Their debt, yeah. That they have to pay back for that remuneration. So we're talking about a spreadsheet of your income and your outgoings. You've immediately put a huge deficit on that spreadsheet that you've now got to fill yeah. and that pressure comes on to me and how, yes. long did it, <laughs> and how long did it take them to do it do you know um i think it was similar amount of time as okay. ours but then when you spend five times as much i suppose people are into work yes yeah, yeah. Uh, it's phenomenal it's, it's for, uh, yeah. I, I, love I love it, it. i think but, it's going to be up there one of my favorites yeah um but you're right if we look at this as a commercial business mm. it's all about that spreadsheet and if we're talking that majority of our clients will come to us and say this is for airbnb purposes yes Greg's told me he's going to make me this money, so please deliver the project which will allow me to deliver that money. Yeah. Um, do you do personal projects? We do, yeah. yeah. What's easier? I think I know the answer to this. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you know, they're, they're very different. I prefer, and I'll let you answer, yeah. um, I prefer the Airbnb model because it allows us to also try new things, get creative. As I say, most of our clients are kind of like, here's the money, run away with it, and best job ever you go shopping all day and you're on Pinterest and you're getting these different kind of vibes that you can put into into life 
using clients' money. It's brilliant. But then the ones that you're dealing with are homeowners. Again, I do like it because you're seeing their their ideas then come to life because it's very much much that we're finding their suppliers because they have their ideas a lot yeah. of the time. So both, but I definitely prefer the the holiday the holiday home ones. What about you? Yeah, probably a bit of both, really. Yeah. It's nice to do personal projects and surprise the people. Yeah. I think people are very surprised about the cost. Mm. I mean, you can get, like you said, I can come on beds and sofas and stuff, like dining chairs. We can get these produced now quite cheaply. Yeah. And you could literally save these clients thousands and thousands of dirhams because yeah. they're willing to go to very high-end stores and they're prepared to do that. And, you know, they might have young children. They don't really want to spend 2,000 dirhams on a dining chair. And, yeah. So what we're doing is finding an incredibly similar, if not the same yeah. type of product, by having yeah. it custom-made, custom saving them an astonishing yeah. amount of money. Mm-hmm. So that's a huge value add to use you guys. Yeah. Because of the money that you can save because of the connections that you have. Exactly this. So I say to a few clients will come to us and say, oh, if I do it myself, I can probably do it cheaper because I'm paying your fee. I've yet to meet a client that has done it cheaper. Just for an example, our bed supplier, we pay a thousand dirhams for a custom made king size bed. And I think it's less than 600 dirhams for the mattress, which is a hotel quality. Mm. 1600 dirhams for a bed of the quality that Mm. we deliver you won't find it on the market. You won't even be able to go to the cheapest home store yeah. and find it. Okay, and they, so, oh, sorry. Yeah, they wouldn't yeah. ever deliver it as quick. No. Our bed supplier, like, I mean, as soon as we as soon as we put our new design in, he's like, no, it'll come in like yeah. a few days. And boom, it's done. Yeah. And boom, our it's curtains done. come 24 hours after they're measured up. Yeah. So we've just kind of got it all. So, so if you look at what I, and I will say it, the very low fee we charge for the service, yeah. Yeah. obviously I know what you guys do. I mean, we work together, don't we? But the money that you save is triple, quadruple, yeah. five times, six times the amount of money that they're paying you to do it. Yeah. Yeah. So and we have a better product. And a so better product. back to the beds, for instance, a new yeah. one, because we get them made. It won't be just your standard bed. You know, we can like extend the headboard. We can make them taller. We can choose a fit, really the fabric if you want yeah, them. Really personalised. Yeah. It is a custom yeah. apartment. Yeah. yeah. People pay a lot of money for that. So having you do what you do is, is not a lot of money. In fact, it costs nothing because the money you save the client yeah. is way more than that fee that they pay you. Yes, yeah. So exactly. the service is in what they get. And then, of course, as you quite rightly say, it's not just us doing it. Mm. What we can then bring you, custom yeah. this, bit of this. You've seen something in the catalogue mm-hmm. you like, let us replicate it. Again, it's not just, let's say we can go to Ikea and, and copy that. Not only is it the money you save, but the value as that you give yeah. to that type of and product is And how quick is, we get it online. And how it looks. And how, quick, <laughs> yeah. what, what, how amazing it looks at the end. And, and how amazing. Yeah, yeah. And you make my job easier. Yeah. And I like people who make my job easier. <laughs> well, I have a question so thank for you. you. Yeah. So my question for you. Oh, tables are turned. <laughs> is, because obviously you take on furnished projects. It always we breaks do. my heart when people come to you and say, because you'll say, oh, we've got a new client coming on. I'm like, are we getting in? No, they furnish. I'm like, okay. Mm. Historically. Yes. Nightly rates. What performs better? Ooh, good things question. that we furnish oh, oh and I know this and I know it well this is why I'm very pro, mm. pro your service 29% on average you will make more from a project that you have furnished versus one that either the developer has yeah. or the owner has 29% so let's, let, let's break this down not only are they making the owner uh, saving or making a lot of money by using us because of our connections mm-hmm. for cheaper furniture that more than pays for the fee you're getting a custom built product that sells and a custom-built product that sells 29% on average more. So this is why I will sit in front of any client and say, break it down for those three points. Challenge me. Tell me that I am wrong yeah. with this. And I do it. I say that. I do openly say those those, those comments. What I see a lot of, because I'm at the front line, because I'm, mm-hmm. I'm meeting the clients before it comes yeah. to you, is a lot of people, and this is what I really want to get into, um, <laughs> is it's not that hard. 
I can oh, go to Ikea. Don't worry about that. <laughs> I'm going to enjoy this because I can oh. go on a Sunday. Now, we had Gino in and Gino, who you know, he was our last podcast. Yeah. We went to him about doing the furnishing. He said, he didn't say, don't worry, I'll do it. He said uh, that his wife would like to do it. Yeah. And, and I know his wife, and, and, Ellie's amazing. And, and, and she's yeah. amazing. And they did an amazing job. Yeah, they did and, actually. And on the podcast, I actually said, I was really looking forward, I had a phone in hand, looking yeah. forward to messaging, saying, and they actually did a good job. That's yeah, fine. But he was very, very quick to respond. Would you do it again? No. <laughs> I would not do it again the stress and the hassle because people just think it, it, people will assume let's buy a bed do this do that they yeah. forget what I see but I want to hear from you too obviously two major factors here one it's not just a bed and this and this there's so much more that comes that you forget about two organising the deliveries oh organising the deliveries uh, <laughs> we have a team that do it but yeah. this is it. So talk yeah. talk to me more about that because you made a comment earlier that we can turn these projects around within seven days, which is insane. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I never commit to seven days. We've no. done so. No. We've, done, we've done it. We never commit, yeah. but 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 we yeah. we have done I've it. Done it before. And again, you start building this picture, and this is what I do when I go out and sell. Yeah. We're saving you money. The fee only costs this. We can do it custom. We can make you twenty nine percent more. We can turn that project around. Now I. I don't know the figure exactly, but I know for sure that any client that decides to do it themselves is longer than us. It, yes. it just is. Yeah. Timeline, Because yeah. why? We are a well-oiled machine that's done mm-hmm. 400. Yeah. I mean, how can you challenge that? Anyway, so when we start talking about the client then doing it themselves, we start talking about the delays and things like that. So how do you make it better? If the client... I'm going to do this myself and we all know that it's difficult for them. Seven days, how do you do that? How do you get around the delivery times of making sure it's efficient? How do you how do you do it? I think the difference with this is that because we have done so many, With I actually own two properties. You do? I didn't furnish, furnish them myself. And people kind of get quite surprised on this. No, I hang didn't. Hang on. I got my team. Hang on. Oh, yeah, no, hang on. Edit <laughs> be furnished, did it? But okay. I personally You've got to take yourself out. Didn't. Yeah, I took myself out because yeah. what happens as a homeowner is you become personally attached to it. Correct. So, for example, you'll see a table and be like, I want that table. Heart over head emotion. Yeah, oh, it's going to be, be six first. weeks. I mm. want it. So I sent the team out, the team. They came to me and said, this is the kind of style. And I was like, just go with it. And I didn't visit until it was finished purposely because I know that if I went in and I'm like oh not sure about this not finished and, and they're performing very very well with the emotion attached to it it always takes longer 100% um, again with, let's say just with our suppliers we don't take our own deliveries anymore just because we're better use doing BD or doing the admin side of the oh when you say yourselves you mean yourselves S2 not no, Edix sorry I was about to say who's doing that no we have a team our that team. now do it yeah. we're brilliant yeah. I must but, say yeah. but even if even with our team being good the suppliers know us so well now. They know the, the buildings that we've been in. We sort out all the permits. Again, for owners, they think that the moment that they hand us the money and the keys, everything starts. It kind of does with us. But when they're doing it themselves, they've got to go to email office, Nikhil, sort out the permits, get in, out, drop off a security check for, the, for any kind of damage. There's so much that goes on behind the scenes that, that they don't... That the homeowner will not see. Yeah. yeah. And we maybe you that. might get, for, say, a one-bedroom apartment, it could potentially 50 deliveries. Yes. Oh, yeah, Easily yeah. 50 deliveries. Um, really? And every of those deliveries, they call you, they want their location, you have to be there to meet them, to they, bring them in. They to turn up late. Receive, oh, they, turn they turn up, up late. early. Up oh, I had a good one the other day from Dragonmark Delivery, and they weren't allowed in the building because the guys didn't have any shoes on. <laughs> wow. Interesting. <laughs> Did, so they, did they have any spare shoes, shoes. In, in, they anywhere? They're going to come back when they've got shoes. You're like, okay, I was in the park. <laughs> we do, but we um, do with this headache. Okay. But uh, again, you're um, a client. You're busy. It's it's like someone, I, I'm trying to think of something off the top of my head. I obviously run XB, I do what I do. Mm. If someone then says, come and have, get involved in a situation with that many moving parts, trying to juggle someone that hasn't turned up with shoes, trying to get them into a building. Yeah, without while the trying to run my, yeah, the wrong permit, a strict security guard. Exactly and, that. Yeah. While I'm trying to run my own business, while I'm trying mm. to, be at my desk 
Yeah, you or know, look after or, your kids. Or, or, a job or, or look yeah. after that. The stress that causes yeah. is off the chart. Whereas you have a team, yeah. they're dealing and then with it. Also, it's actually not just the furnishing part. Then you've got like the handyman, the painting, the maintenance kind of work. So obviously we have our own team. So, mm. I mean, again, they know us. They yeah. like our styles. We know the standard they were. They know mm. not to leave yeah. any, you know, blurred lines or anything in the yeah. painting. Like they know and they know how to use it. So for us to manage them also is super easy. Yeah. Um, and, and I've said it before, this is a well-oiled machine. Oh, it yeah. is. You've done so many... Yeah. You can just walk in and write do it, this, yeah. this, this. You can predict problems. I'm sure the shoes you didn't predict. I didn't predict the shoes. I'd be surprised no. if you were going to, I know these are going to turn my shoes on, but you can predict that yeah. side of it that can then, yeah. you know, facilitate. Yeah. And then you've got me on the other side of the fence saying to the homeowner, mm. we need it on because of you explained. Yeah. Yeah. We need to start making money. So when that homeowner does it themselves, not only have they got all that stress, yeah. they are losing the money because mm. they haven't turned it around quicker. But enough. the reason why we have so many deliveries, so I just wanted to touch on that, is because we probably don't make our life too easy but we don't want to make our life too easy because we're trying to save the homeowner money. So for example, we get a lot of things from your kind of your Amazons, but first aid kit, we don't just go, that first aid gives 25 dirhams. We search the market and go, oh, actually, this one's only 14 yeah, dirhams. It's yeah, in the yeah. same quality. You're so, hunting. Yeah, we're the deal. hunting, hunting all the, the time. Because yeah. it's clients' money. We want, yes. The aim always is, and I know I always say it to you, make sure we can get money back. Yeah. It's, it, it's a phenomenal... I mean, how many people out mm. there do you pay and get money back from? I know. In, in, in this environment, it doesn't mm. happen. Um, talk to me, two things I'd love to talk to you both, both about, which I know, one, we know very well, wrapping. Yes. How effective is it? How good are we at it? So we bought the wrapping internally. We were using external teams yep. and they, they were great. But the thing is, is we have no, the thing for us is the control, yep. which is why we have the, the team that manage the deliveries, why we have the internal maintenance and handyman, which we'll speak about a little bit later. And then with wrapping, quality, etc. When we were outsourcing this, and again, when we outsource, the full price went to the client. We never, ever make a markup on these, yeah. these products that we're offering. What? Yeah, because we just give a set fee for the service. Yeah. And then and then we, correct me if I'm, I'm wrong here, but we will give a spreadsheet of everything we bought with the receipt yes. attached. Yeah, the transparency is, is is ridiculous. There's yeah. no one in the market doing this and this is why we do it. Yeah. Got nothing to hide. And we do, we get discounts in some of the stores as well, yeah. like some of the high, like the high street stores and things. So, and we share all these discounts. And we share all of it. Yeah. Which, is, which is fantastic. Yeah. Eid yeah. sales, great. Whenever a client comes from near Eid and they're like, oh, we're ready to go with you. I'm like, do it now because we want to make <laughs> we the have most Eid. of it. Yeah. So it's brilliant. So we, we don't just charge that set fee and then take anything out of it. We charge, I'm um, sorry, uh, the whole package fee, which I know a lot mm. of other people do. Yeah. That's our fee. This is how transparent we are. That's our fee. Yeah. This is what we bought. Here's the receipts. Yeah. Great. So with so, wrapping, yeah. we've bought it internal. One, because we can control the timeline. So yeah. again, we know that we know how busy our team are. So we know that where they can be at different times. We can pull them off jobs. If there's a small job here, that's going to take two hours and we get, just having that general control and also the pricing now. So we're not paying suppliers who have got to pay for all their business to run and their marketing yeah, because we're just paying our wrappers and for the product. So, so, so the their time down. and product. Yeah. yeah, so it's bringing the time down and turnarounds much quicker. How, how effective is it from a designer perspective Looking Massive. at you now. Yes. I know. <laughs> Looking at you. I love how it. How effective is it? Yeah, so... It's so yeah. effective. So, so, so what do we wrap? Um, Not Christmas presents, obviously. So, <laughs> kitchens is a big one. Kitchens. Kitchens, kitchens, bathrooms, so, so, especially the older buildings. I know, I know it depends on the size of the kitchen, but mm. how much would a kitchen cost to refit? 20 grand? 10 uh, grand? Oh, to refit or to No, wrap? no. We rip a kitchen out and put a new one in. Oh, you're probably more than 20 to 30. Yeah. Okay, and then, yeah. and then on that's our, an Ikea kitchen. I, yeah. And, yeah. I, and I know it depends on size, but then how much would it cost for to us to... kitchen, six. It's the savings absurd, isn't it? And the timeline. So I've had some clients, and again, we're very, it's always find, finding that kind of happy medium. We have some clients that have ripped out the kitchen to 
put their home on Airbnb, but they know that it's kind of adding capital to their property when they sell it. That's, it's kind of, that's what yeah. it will do. Um, and then we've had others that go, oh, I just want to change it, but it's always going to be on Airbnb. And then I'm like, I actually go to clients and say, please don't spend 20. I can, property, can project manage this for you at a higher rate for you to rip out your kitchen. Mm. I make more money, but you're going to lose money because it's going to take you six weeks to do this. You're spending more money on it. Where if we wrap it... And you're not necessarily going to get more value from what no, we do. Capital, do. yeah. Yeah, but for a wrapped kitchen or a renovated kitchen, for that guest, they will not know the difference. The photos look the exact same and it's good quality. What else do we wrap? Doors. Doors. Windows. Doors, windows, furniture. Furniture is a new one. What? Yeah. Really? Yeah. What so, were we wrapping? Especially like things like, yeah. like tables, like these wooden oh. tables, they've got scratches or it's damaged, like ah. you'd have to get rid of it. And then we can wrap it. And then things yeah. like ki- uh, uh, um, showers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What, the tiles, the sinks, yeah. the sinks, and the the the, the, the bassinet, the yeah. things that it sits on. That's yeah, so you can wrap all that. Vanities, yeah. thank mm-hmm. you. So you can wrap all of that. Wrap yeah. everything. So yeah. that's a great way. And then what yeah. about remodeling? So we're now taking out kitchens and bathrooms and knocking down walls. I hear. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so we've now moved ourselves into this this space, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. This is we're finding quite. So what a lot of not a lot, but as the market kind of changes, we want to make sure that we're available again to help owners make money. Mm. So what a few owners are now doing are they're buying a property to flip. So they're buying a property, but they know that they need to put a bit of work into it and why it's up for sale with Airbnb. So they bought the property, say a studio in JLT, and they know that they're going to have to put a bit of renovation work in. They can't hide it by wrapping to then make more money on the market when they resell. So we'll go in, help them rip out the kitchens, bathrooms, flooring, change doors, wardrobes, whatever needs to be done. Again, we do this in quite a quick timeline, maximum six weeks. And we've got our own team. We've got our own team that do all this. Yeah. Um, they'll come in and do that. We will then go in and still furnish it to a Airbnb level again, it won't be this luxury because they're flipping it. Yeah. It then works on Airbnb, so they're making money. Because it's on Airbnb, it will be sold as a vacant unit. Our team, your team, can help them in to do viewings. Oh, I so mean, this is, this is a huge thing. This is what my last podcasts have been about, yeah. is the value that your property can retain or increase because you haven't gone to long term, you've kept it in short, you can do viewings when you want to do it, et cetera, et cetera. Now, we've got clients that are actually doing this, that are buying property, renovating them, yeah. put them back onto, to not back on, but put them to the ADXB register. Mm-hmm. We are then doing what well, we do, you know, renting out for holiday homes while they try and sell it. And then we can come in and find buyers and, and et cetera, et cetera. So on the wrapping side, wrapping in this renovations, mm-hmm. So what's more effective? Is that, is that a hard question to ask? I suppose it depends on your situation, doesn't it? What you're trying to achieve. Yeah, it depends on what the owner's, owner tries to achieve. Um, I've, is, I've been working with a lot of companies now that are doing staging as well. So real estate companies or yep. these big developers that there's a huge villa on the palm and things that they... Which you're... They, we're kind of... We're, in we're interacting, with. yeah. Yeah, and my the hardest question for me is, is saying to this um, homeowner... I say to them, well, what do you want? And they're like, oh, I just want you to furnish it. And I'm like, but we can spend 10K or we can spend 100K. I need to know what your end goal is. Mm. So if your end goal is just to flip, you don't want to be putting 400,000 drums worth of furniture in it. If it's to kind of just keep it at that kind of mid-level, otherwise you're going to have to need a higher rate to sell it to, to make the money on the furniture. If it's just for Airbnb, it's a different kind of model that we put in. If it's Correct. for your home, for your children, there's all these different things. So once we know what their end goal is, we then furnish for that end goal. Yeah. And propose have, that have, have we done any projects for people that live in their property? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've done a couple. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just want um, a couple. And not, a few, yeah. a fair <laughs> few, isn't it? Sorry, it's because yeah. I'm doing two now. I so, mean, that, yeah. I mean that that requires more. Yes. Yeah. In the sense of time with the client. Yeah, yeah. it does. Uh, but again, we we quite enjoy 
yeah. getting involved with them. But again, yeah. we it's the proposal's a little bit different. Our price is a bit different. We get the clients in our car. We take them to our suppliers so they can see the kind of fabric. A lot of interaction then with what you're doing. Yeah. 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 Okay, so I suppose, I suppose to... I suppose what we're trying to get to here then, the whole value that you are adding to this client, speed, efficiency, yeah. reduction in cost, yeah, and then expertise. Yeah. yeah. 400 properties. Um, so we kind of know what works. We know what, what we need to put yeah. in and what works. Yeah. And I think it's working again with other parts of the AirDXB family. Yeah. Because once we obviously do our furnishing, we then tap into the head of the maintenance team. They then come in and we'll hang our picture frames and our TVs. Yeah. We know how they work. We know their schedules. Once they are done, we then schedule our cleaners to come in. Yeah. They bring the bed linens, they do it. And then we have our own photographer. That then come. It's just and, such a smooth process. And then, and then it comes over to going online. So we can... We can do everything. Yeah. And we can. And it's such an important role what you do. And I must say, ladies, you do a fantastic job. But <laughs> thank you. I just want to say thank you for coming today. Thank, thank you for you. everything that you do. Thank and you. And I look forward to all these nice wonderful projects that you've got coming. <laughs> We've got some um, exciting ones. We have got some good ones coming. Have you really? Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I can't wait to see. Anyway, thank you so much. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you for listening to Hassle-Free Hosting with AirDXB. If you want to learn how AirDXB can dramatically increase the return on your asset, then drop us an email at gregory at air-dxb.com or visit our website, air-dxb.com.